Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen, where humanness meets spirituality. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? Join in the conversation with Kristen Ace and her fascinating guests to share the light, laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hey everybody, it's Kristen of Good Vibrations with Kristen. Thanks for joining in today. Uh, if you'd like to listen to more podcasts or talk to me about healings or talk to me about storytelling, go to my website at www.kristinace.com. Now, we had some incredible women in the studio and because I was blessed to have them in the studio and they had traveled to get here, I asked them to actually stay to do a second podcast with me about the uh, topic of miracles because I believe that this is a really, it's a vast topic, but it's an important topic. And it's an important topic because it opens us to awareness and love. And these three women, in case you didn't hear the first podcast, are Joan Louise Hill, Katie Mahon, uh, Mary Beth Phillips, and they wrote The Miracle Chase. So today in, in the studio, we have Katie and Joan. Welcome, guys. Thank Thanks you for having for, us. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you. for hanging out and doing another show with me. Um, I wanted to, you know, while I was researching and reading and preparing for today, I was thinking about that um, that little saying, oh, three's a crowd. And, oh, you know, it never works in threes if you have friends. And when we were, when the kids were little, we would never have three playdates. We wouldn't have three people for a playdate because it just didn't work well. But as I was reading about the number three, I was like, huh, I wonder why we have that perception because the, the three of you created this incredible, powerful, expanding book f- as a tool to expand consciousness, not only for yourself, but for everybody else in the world. And I, re- I looked up the number three, and, it, and one of the things it said about the actual number is that one... Um, Thought of one and the fertility of two results in the creativity of three. And then you all have this incredible quote um, about your book. And somebody help me. The miracle is when the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. When one plus one equals a thousand. Exactly. So it's just, just, you know, the, the notion that we can do so much more together than we can do. It's a geometric, not an arithmetic progression, if you will. Right. And isn't that funny how you guys had already had that written down as something that was really important. And I'm just doing a quick little research of the number three. And it all folds together to say, yes, this is really important. It's important that we that we bring this out. So to, So the... The topic we wanted to talk about was the generosity of spirit of the miracle. So, well, I think that what we can say about that is that, you know, as the three of us, and I think we really believe that um, three were the perfect number. Because right. sometimes two can go off and you, you know, slay your dragons and the third one brings you back to reality. And right. There'd be different permutations and, and things. But what we really found was generosity of spirit was really the secret sauce that held it together. And that was that we realized and we believed that we could check our ego at the door. We believed that we really needed to assume positive intent in our interactions with each other. It allowed us 
to be at a higher level and not take things personally, not become petty. Well, Joan, just, but I want you to expand on that and tell me what that, what that, um, idea, how that connects to miracles. Like really, how does having a positive outlook and, and be conscious of how you are in the world, what does that, how does that connect in with miracles? Well, I think that when you're investigating the notion of miracles, which, you know, I think by, by just definition become bigger than we are, right. whether that miracles in that beautiful sun street, you know, sunset, right. or whether it's in that sense of awe you have and mm. however you describe that, you realize it's not all about you. Mm. And you know, we live in a world sometimes that it's really easy to get caught up in who we are, who our children are, who, right. you know, kind of car we drive. That's you the know, ego. The, that ego thing. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes um, Katie and I were chatting and, you know, there is more than one way to present something or there's more than one way to look at something. Right. And I think that that was one of the beauties of writing this book together was it became broader right. than any one of us. Well, you each have very distinct voices. And in the book, which I am encouraging everyone to go and buy, because it really is an incredible, and it's a fun read too, because you're taking three different perspectives and melding them together to create this incredible project. Um, well, one of the things that circles back to what you were saying about the three Mm-hmm. And this quote that we had about one plus one equals a thousand, that right. a miracle is when one plus one equals a thousand, is that what we ultimately, as three of us, had to, had to figure out <laughs> in order to go on with this journey together is that the sum was greater than the parts. Right. That what we were after here was this, these gifts that we felt we had been given mm-hmm. in these miracle experiences that you know, got us to where we were one day together telling each other stories. Right. And how the way to present that out into the world, though, was not as individuals um, so much, though the book does relay, of course, from one to the other, but that at the end of the day, it was the sum of, of the total of what we had to say that became the powerful thing. Right, right. You know, alone... It didn't, it didn't carry the well, same way. And it, as we were talking earlier, the two of us, it wouldn't have been quite the same. In fact, it wouldn't have worked. So we needed all three. We, we needed, needed all the, three the parts. The dynamics to, of right. the three of you to bring in the different perspectives. Right, which right. From, from reading Meb, she brought in a vastly different perspective for the two of you, which kind of probed more or opened more of what your ideas of what a miracle was. And she will be so thrilled about you pulling the um, Empress as the tarot card oh, today. Will. Oh, good. Oh, that will make her day. <laughs> you know, I, 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 one of my favorite lines from, from the book actually happens in the preface. It's the last line of the preface. And it says that, um, you know, what you find in the real-life stories, three mm. are better than one to ponder and philosophize, to be passionate and fearless as we face the future, because it's just too hard for anyone to shoulder alone. Mm-hmm. And I think we really lived that, to be honest, because what what happened was, you know, the subtitle of The Miracle Chase is Three Women, Three Miracles in a 10-Year Journey of Discovery and Friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, life's a journey. That's and right. there are ups and downs and there's illness and there's, you know, trauma and, and whatnot. And yet together, 
you are so much stronger. That's right. And um, this generosity of spirit really helped us keep elevated and keep our interactions, you know, not on a petty level, not right. on a... Um, and well, it's the, if, if the ego recedes, and not to say that the ego isn't important, but um, it's definitely not supposed to drive the bus the way it's been doing for the past eons. So when the ego recedes and then higher self steps into place, so take, if you take it personally, then you're back into it's all about me instead of let me see the bigger picture, what's going on outside of myself, which I think doing that alone for most people, and if we could even do that as our, as countries, would be a massive miracle. Can you imagine if our country just thought, okay, you know, we don't agree with what your religion is, but you're allowed to have it, and we didn't just go in and start bombing people, or if someone didn't come over here and just start killing people just because they had an an idea of what it was to be an American instead of what's go- what's the bigger picture. I think one of the things that relates to that is that all of us can stand to listen better. Mm. We don't listen to each other. Mm. And this notion of ego, we really are very clear on what we have to say. Right. But we're not so good on stopping and listening to what someone else has to say without agenda, Mm -hmm. without thinking about what you're going to say next. Mm -hmm. Let them finish. Let them go on. And the understanding and compassion that comes from hearing, really hearing what someone else is trying to tell you um, is what elevates, as you put it, elevates the connection and the relationship that we have with each other, which in fact is very miraculous. And we have really felt that that actually becomes contagious. That generosity of spirit Mm -hmm. becomes, if you go forward in the world with that, then you get responded in kind. Right. And it's, you know, there are wonderful things on the internet these days with all of these random acts of kindness and different things, and you really see it. And, you know, we would agree with you that sometimes too often, you know, that some of these purposes get hijacked off in another direction than perhaps what they were meant. And this generosity of spirit can keep you elevated. Well, energy begets energy. It is a fact. That's, I mean, that's a fact. So if you are giving out and allowing people to have, have their voice, have their say, because really at the end of the day, in, in any of my interactions, whether it's with my kids or out in the world, if there's been strife, it's because someone wasn't heard. Like my daughter will be like, don't look at me like that because I'm not finished talking. And I'll be like, oh, what was I doing? Yeah, you're looking at me like blah, blah, blah. And she'll do the list. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I actually am thinking all those things because I feel like I know what she's going to say, but that's not fair. She has to have the time to speak and have her audience think that that's really true and that's one of the things again that that this generosity of spirit really and it allowed us to do but you know like anything else it takes practice right. doesn't necessarily come easily 100% of the time and i think no. over the years we got better at it and we understood frankly where our hot buttons were and where the issues were but the other thing i i kind of just want to to comment on is Generosity of spirit really allows us to integrate all of our components of part of who we are, right? Mm. We all are pretty aware of our physical selves or our social selves or our emotional selves. Um, 
we don't necessarily always pay a lot of attention to our spiritual selves. Right. And through our discussion of miracles and through our interactions with each other, I think we really paid attention and focused a little bit more on that than we would have. And that really made us complete. And by being complete, we really could bring our best selves to the, to the table. Well, and because you had fear. mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. There's less fear when you are in that place of, of a higher understanding. And, and frankly, all our interactions throughout the world that cause us most, most strife is about fear mm-hmm. and, and not trusting. And, and, and then you're not in the place of a higher self. You're not in the knowing. You're in the ego, which is, you know, controlling everything. In fact, we were talking about that on the way here, Kristen, about this this idea of fear. But I was saying to um, Joan, you know, if somebody said to you, now it seems to be everybody talks about being spiritual, mm. which is incredibly broad. And I thought, well, what does that mean? And I was saying that the, the one thing, the first word that came into my head was whole. Mm. That spiritual, if if you are spiritual or you strive to be spiritual, I think you strive to be whole. Right. Like Joan was saying. And that means that you really have to practice employing the spirit aspect of all of us, uh, which is the part that can check the ego at the door, you know, listen carefully to what somebody else is saying. Heck, just let the guy go in front of you in the parking right, lot. Right, right. Oh, it's so funny. My son, he just got his license. He was He's a fabulous driver. But the week before he got his license, he just was driving um, with a lot of anger. And I said, all right, here's what's going to happen. Figure it out. You cannot get into the car with this attitude. You not only have your life in your hands, you have your sister's life in your hands, and all of those people out there in their three-ton vehicles are also your responsibility. And if you are whipping around a corner because of this or that or because somebody said something to you, you are not focused on what is around you. And if you are doing that, you will not drive this car. So I let him go off for the day, and he got in the car the next morning, calm, centered. He took the turns nice and slow, nice and tight good. We got to school faster. I said, you notice how, how much easier that drive was? And did you notice that no one cut you off? No one beat their horn at you? Actually, we, we drove no problem. That's because the energy you were putting out was that of ease and centered and calm. Instead of what you were putting out all week, which was, I need to go, I'm getting my license soon. I'm really nervous. All that stuff, right? And so, just know that there are other people in the world driving their cars, getting their license, worried about this, their husband is that, their wife is this, their kids are this. There's a world out there that you're interacting in with your car. So, so That's really wise advice you gave him. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hopefully it'll last. Well, um, and I think the things that we sort of found as we were going through this was sometimes it's easy to, to judge instead of just listen. Right. Listen and hear the rest, as you were saying with your daughter. Or instead of criticizing, clarify, right. because we're not really sure where it's going until after they're, you know, been been speaking, and you know, really trying to to think out as people are being vulnerable and, and expressing their vulnerability to you and mm. showing that side of themselves, mm. you know, think before you um, speak, and and you know, just basic kinds of things. 
from a practical standpoint, the way that I know that I try with the generosity of spirit is, and I think that everyone can relate to this, when a good friend or maybe a family member or, or whoever it, or somebody that you're working with mm-hmm. says something and let's be honest, it hurts your feelings, but it also, you know, makes you upset. Um, and you decide consciously, I'm not going to take that personally. I'm going to assume positive intent. It had nothing to do with me. Mm. And what do you have to lose? I mean, maybe it did, but what, but what do you did, have what to are you lose? do about right, it anyway? Right. Right. What do you have to lose by just assuming the, the person was having a bad day? They didn't mean it the way it right. came out. Uh, virtually every single time I've done that and, and I've allowed the, you know, sort of cards to play out, if you will, mm-hmm. I've, I've been correct in that it was not about me. Right. <laughs> right. It was right. about them. They were, I mean, meaning they were having a bad day or right. like a really bad day. Right. Uh, and, and I think we don't give people that latitude. No. We simply assume that the nasty look, the way they said it, whatever it is, just try and 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 refocus the way that just entered into your head and and turn it around and the next thing you know you get the warm hug and mm-hmm. and and somebody opens up to you right. Katie I think you really said it very well we actually have a choice in how we respond exactly you know and that's sort of the essence I think of what you're trying to do here Kristen is is be open to that possibility choose to be positive right because we don't have control over all of those other aspects out there, all of those people, all of those incidences, but we do have control over how we respond. We do. And how we think of things. And it goes back to energy begets energy. If you think, I was saying something to my husband the other day, and I said, I don't think I can do it. And he said, and I, I hope I get the quote right. I think it was Einstein that said, well, if you think you can or you think you can't. You're right. That's right. And I went, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I have to shift my perspective around this and say that I can do it and not just say it, but find a way to make it resonate because you can't just say it's going to work if you don't really believe it. So you have to find your way to that understanding. And I think what you were saying, Katie, about not taking it personally, it's a choice. It's a, it's a practice though. It is a practice. It absolutely is a practice. And because I think our human nature, at least I should say my human nature. Mine too. Is is to get pissed off. Right. And to take it personally and to get your feelings hurt. Uh, You know, maybe you were left out. Maybe, you know, whatever it is. uh, When you see it a different way and you respond as if it was meant a different way. Right. That energy that you talk about shifts. Right. That's right. For me, I have to practice just asking, did you really mean to say blah, blah, blah to me? Because I, I, you know, I could have completely misunderstood that, but I need clarity. I'm a person who needs clarity. So I'm, I have to ask, did you mean that when you said that? Because this is how it made me feel. And I'm saying, with the exception of a couple things, nine times out of 10, the person is like, oh, I said that like that? Oh, yeah, you really did. And it's done. Mm -hmm. But I, I also know that, if I expand outside of that and I say, okay, this person, you know, not everybody's sitting in your world with your emotions and your past and your triggers, like you were saying, hotspots. They don't know. 
they don't know if they look at you like that, that all of a sudden you're 15 and, you know, all the girls are standing in a corner staring at you, getting ready to jump you. They don't know that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So you have to, there's a, we had spoken about vulnerability. There's a vulnerability in saying, that doesn't make me feel safe or I, I feel really confused by that or that, that hurts me. Well, and I think that the other piece, too, about generosity of spirit mm-hmm. in its practice, because it elevates you, it, it also sort of makes you feel more, uh, you know, one with the universe sounds a little over over the top, perhaps. But, but what it does do is it, I think, empowers you to have this relation, a different relationship with the universe so that the understanding that the universe conspires to assist you. Exactly. And I think when we're acting in a higher plane, we actually find, like your son driving to school faster mm-hmm. b- by going slower, right. we find more more positive. We find that we would always joke if we put something into the universe, we generally got what we were looking for. Right. And, you know, yes, we continue to work hard or strive, but we let the pettiness and the other things sort of fall away mm-hmm. and focus. And I think that's part of generosity of spirit as well. And I think that... Um, and I know I talked about this at the in the the, the one we did a, a earlier. Yes, about connecting to each other. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite quotes is by Chesterton, who said, "We're all on a boat in a stormy sea, mm. and we owe each other a terrible loyalty." Right. And I love that because it gets back to this idea of connecting to each other. Mm-hmm. So you were saying that they don't know what you're what happened to you at 15. Right. And you don't know what happened to them at 15. Exactly. And so we all are coming with these flawed sets of, you know, circumstances and perceptions. That's right. And it's amazing that we can get along. I do think (laughs) that, I do think that this idea of choice, understanding that, you know, relationship and connection is really bigger than one individual person. That's right. And that we owe it to the whole. Mm Mm-hmm. To contribute in a positive energy way. Right, because the one plus one equals, equals a, thousand. a thousand is you You say to yourself, well, I'm not, um, I, I've fallen victim to this a few times in my life. Well, I'm not this, that, and the next thing. What difference can I make? Now, that was when I was younger again. What difference does it make if I don't, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm not nice or if I don't save that cat or, but what happens if you are nice that echoes out from you and it changes everybody's day? It, it, it will change. When I first went into therapy, I said to my therapist, people stare at me all the time. And it used to make me violently angry. And he said, did it ever occur to you, Kristen, that you're really beautiful? And I was like, no, I, that actually never occurred to me. He said, I want you to smile at the people who stare at you on the subway next time. And I was like, oh, I'm so annoyed with him. And I was like, fine, no. So I sat down and people started staring at me and I started smiling at them. And then they were like, oh. And then people just started smiling at me everywhere. And my whole life literally changed. And it, it, it just like literally, I was like, oh, people are smiling at me because I'm beautiful. Not because they want something from me or they're mad at me, right? Because that was my perception from what I came from. So I had to shift my whole outlook on life 
to then expand that out. Well, and that's where the contagiousness comes in, as you were talking about earlier. And, you know, when you're working on something that you feel is bigger than you and you don't want it to fail, you do what you, you know, you do it somehow, you do what needs to be done, but it it becomes a really positive thing. But it becomes Um, easier with more. Absolutely it does. Right. Well, and, and to your point about if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. I, you know, a new uh, project that I've been working on that anytime, you know, you, you start something new, you hit a snag, whatever. And, and my husband also said something to me not too long ago. And he said, well, whatever you do, you are, you cannot fire yourself. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's right. That's, that's right. what I'm doing here. <laughs> right. But then there's that generosity of spirit of him just saying yes to you. Right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know, I think it goes back to the wonderful Teilhard de Chardin um, notion that we've talked about before, which right. is, you know, that we're not human beings having the spiritual mm-hmm. experience. We're actually spiritual beings having a human one. And, right. you know, that, ele- again, elevates us and can keep us connected with the universe, connected with each other, right. connected, as Katie says, to ourselves. Right. It also puts it all in perspective, doesn't it? Because if you're this massive being, having this, it squeezed yourself into this little body, right? And that's your experience for a little while. You can say, oh, this is going to be my experience for a little while. I'm going to experience being Kristen Ace just for a little while. See what happens. It doesn't feel as devastating as, oh my God, that's it. I'm Kristen Ace and that's it, Mm -hmm. right? That felt devastating to me when I was little. But now I go, wow, I get to be me for a little while. And that's, and I always say to my kids, you're only going to be who you are in this lifetime forever. That's it. There's only one you forever. The next time you reincarnate, you won't be you. You'll be something different. So be you like with, and shine it out because Mm -hmm. it's, that's it. That's a miracle that we only come as this energy in this person once Mm -hmm. we come back we're going to be something completely different um and with that uh we have to wrap up usually i'm not the one who's saying the last line there (laughs) (laughs) well you guys joan and katie thank you so much thank you for your gift of writing this book thank thank you meb i know you're not here but we are very grateful for your energy as well um i don't know if there's anything you guys like to say before we close just really like to thank you for having us here and um, hope that your audience comes and visits us on our website at www.themiraclechase.com. Yes. And you're also on Facebook and Twitter, yes? We're on Twitter at, at Miracle Chasers. Yay! And what better way to start your day than with a miracle, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for taking your time with me for this second um, go around on miracles. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed our talk and for being part of our miracle journey. Oh, yes. Thank you. And so for everybody out there, um, you know, this is this is such a beautiful way to start your day is to go on and take a look at a miracle, share in Joan and Katie and Meb's miracles. Reach out to them with a miracle of your own. Reach out to me. I totally would love to hear it. But remember, above all else, above all else, you 
just by being you are a miracle. I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us. Let us know so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided. 